Welcome to the Opesh show. The purpose of this show is to bring to you ordinary people just like you and me and their stories of struggle, hard work, perseverance and determination that made them extraordinary. Our very first guest is working on building a preventive health solution for a disease-free life. Her startup Ripsy which has recently raised rupees 1 crore as a part of a 2 crore funding round aims to promote a sustainable and healthy lifestyle through eating healthy so without any further ado let me introduce to you the ceo of ripsy silky singh so first of all uh, i would like to thank you for uh, you know coming on to this show and all of that because uh, to be very honest i was thinking about starting this for a very long time and i truly believe that if you would not have said yes then you know i would have kept postponing it and you know maybe finding somebody else or whatever that is so thanks a lot for that and uh, you know i want to actually kick start this conversation from uh, how you were as a kid Because I truly believe, like the kind of experiences and exposure you get as a kid, is what really you know shapes you into the person you are as an adult. So, how was your childhood like? First of all, thank you for having me. Uh, it is a pleasure actually because mm-hmm. you're from the same institute as I am. Yes, and yes. It couldn't be a better platform. Uh, this is my first podcast. Like podcast, podcast is my first podcast. So you'll have a lot more you'll have a lot more now <laughs> it's becoming a thing now <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. so uh, coming to the childhood uh, thing that you asked about um see every child is an entrepreneur okay only thing okay. that the education system is doing is to suppress it okay interesting because as kids you're very intuitive you're very um, you are always thinking out of the box because you don't have a box you're still learning to get into that box right mm-hmm. so as a kid uh, because we've go- grown up in i was i grew up in jamshedpur okay hmm. it's a tata so yeah. i had a lot of things that i could do thanks to even tatas where they built a lot of um, you know infrastructure so mm-hmm. i played different kinds of sports uh i grew up with my brother so um i played with his friends and i played mm-hmm. with my friends and um, so lot of experimentation was also done because we both used to sit and experiment uh you know, a lot made things with magnet and things like that yeah which yeah which was which is actually which is something which is missing in current um, education system when kids are get some back from school and start learning the same thing online right you yeah. don't get time to do random things mm-hmm. like engage your curiosity about, yeah exactly yeah. maybe you're doing something very random which does not make sense to as as an adult it does not make sense but i'm sure it helps us build our personality mm-hmm. so as a kid i was extremely curious i have done a lot of damage because of that i <laughs> i think uh, all of us are entrepreneur similarly i was and i used to like taking risk hmm, okay entrepreneurship is liking the risk part of it if you True. don't like the uncertainty and risk you shouldn't be coming on to this uh, platform at, at all absolutely that makes sense so what were your first initial risks like 
like as a child what of you <laughs> yeah like what what kind of risk did you take in the entrepreneurial side like did you start businesses or were you like you know selling stuff from yeah, yeah so i tell you the first risk that i took was mm-hmm. my resignation i resigned from a very well paying job that okay. was something uh, it is a risk right when you are yeah, actually absolutely yeah space and that's that's the first step that a lot of people because i have many i have spoken to many people who wanted to become entrepreneurs and then they have like they they have like 10 brilliant ideas which mm-hmm, basically mm-hmm. but they've never executed it because that uncomfortable day where you have to resign and to start where the no salary is going to come to you and there's exactly. the uncertainty factor right absolutely you don't yeah. know whether what you're talking about you'll be able to execute or not or will it work out or not right mm-hmm. so that was the first level of risk which one should definitely think about if you're ready then only because once you've taken that risk and other risk you're not able to take yeah you're in a you're juggling between a lot of wrong things uh second risk that i took was um maybe i i i put a lot of my savings into starting my business right so mm-hmm. that gives you a, a, again that takes away your oxygen right um, yeah yeah because you need to survive without um, any kinds of savings and things like that and you need to be, start believing that what i am building, building will give me returns right if you don't have that faith then you will not be able to take that risk uh the third risk that i took was to get co- my co-founder okay? mm-hmm. because you should get a good partner because at times you are under weather and you need somebody to pull you up similarly mm. another person it's always good to have a co-founder not true, necessary true. condition but but it always helps always helps yes to get somebody as a co-founder to sign an agreement with the person wherein you are in a way married to that person okay and mm-hmm. if you divorce the company is going to fall it's like a family will fall right so um i took a chance with the person and well you 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 know her alika yeah, absolutely she came out to be wonderful wherein um she she became a she became a very backbone of the business she is the best person that i could have found but it was it's a chance right i mean first it is it is it is a couple of months the person you don't know how it's going to turn out and when you are actually going through the worst of situations how this person is going to react hmm. so i i took that risk of believing in her and then that was one of my best decisions um these are some of the risks that i've taken <laughs> talking um, about your first risk you said you left a job how long were you working for like post college i was working for almost 9 years for well, that's a long time before you actually decide yes. to like leave everything yes. and so yes. how long were you like how tell me talk talk me through the process of actually going from a very stable job to that uncertain thing because right i'll tell you i wanted this uncertainty from third year of my college wherein i actually went to my dad told him about a, a business idea that i wanted to execute and um, it was that 2000 huh which which business idea was that and in, in college was uh, it I, I'll, i'll tell you about it um, so okay. it was in 2000 uh, 2006 okay hmm hmm startups were still not a word in india hmm and i went by dad i wanted to make a coffee um a coffee outlet which is modular and which is run by solar panels with washrooms attached to it which are bio washrooms and to place it throughout 
highways okay Now, the reason i wanted uh-huh. to do this is one i'm a coffee lover and when i go on a highway trip or i'm traveling from one place to another mm-hmm. you have to find a coffee place or a hotel and mm-hmm. it's kind of difficult second is that washrooms are not available and they're not clean also right so uh, i wanted to set up that i had i had worked on the design i had not so much of it it was a yeah, but it was a plan a plan right mm-hmm. i i wanted to get a nod hey somebody will give me money and i will work on it my dad said not happening get a job so uh, indian parents uh, particularly middle class yeah. they love jobs okay and, absolutely uh, yeah your parents uh, have always they, been into job like were you the first yeah, my, person my, in your my family who come from a service class all of them okay. come from a service class and most of them are in government okay so mm-hmm. another level of security that security absolutely yeah <laughs> so if you're not coming from a business family you will not be well received mm-hmm. okay. so similarly so i was told you know like a vc no a complete no if the idea is useless go and work Yeah. So I went and I still so it was a 2008. I am a 2008 pass out. So hmm. 2008, you had the subprime crisis. A lot of things happened. Yes, 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 absolutely. Yeah, and you got a and job I, during I, that time. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I actually lost the job, but thanks to Manipal Institute, I had multiple jobs. <laughs> okay, yeah, so yeah. I, it's a, it's a great college to study in. So. Uh, yeah. A lot of things. Plus, the placements are very good. So, uh, so I had uh, I I was left with a job, and I was side by side trying to work in a startup. I did reach out to a couple of startups wherein I was ready to work for free. Mm-hmm. So, so I wanted exposure, and I never got my mind off a startup. In okay. fact, I saw Mintra uh, got built in at BTM. The the first place was in BTM. Okay. Uh, it was very different company. Mintra. Uh, they started with a uh, merchandise, hmm. and I was working in Accenture. And um, Mintra used to provide uh, customized merchandise. So and I've seen mm-hmm. Mintra pivoting to a online fashion platform. I see. So, so many of them. Flipkart used to only do books that time, and then I've seen Flipkart go there. So that was I, I was following everybody's journey very closely. So you were well up to date with everything that is going yeah, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because and how was the job? My dream. I see, I see. Yeah, and how was the job though? Like, were you liking it, or was it like you know suffocating for you at that time? So, uh, it wasn't suffocating. So what I did, I kept on changing my job profile to get a exposure throughout business. Like, for example, mm-hmm. in Accenture, mm-hmm. I was into coding. so okay. i i changed my job profile after a couple of years into mm-hmm. project management to mm-hmm. understand how does a company like accenture work when it you have to manage projects so i mm-hmm. get an uh, i got an exposure uh, about hr uh, about um, you know payrolls um, many other aspects of things how things are managed uh, mm-hmm. so it gave me a very good outlook and it was very difficult to get into that because engineers are not placed there they don't hire engineers to go into project management they okay. hire engineers to go okay. so i pushed yeah, pushed yeah. pushed and i got there and then i was working with schneider electric uh, which mm-hmm. is again a brilliant company to work for it's a french company mm-hmm. uh, they have a very good working culture wherein i learned a lot about one how to treat your employees so that 
did talk to uh, did talk about the company the way i am talking to you about schneider yeah yeah it's it. very important an right? open door policy uh, type yeah. yeah so people should like coming to that office right schneider was a great place for that uh, french understand work life balance very well and they they actually implemented the policies were very good mm-hmm. schneider also gives you a a platform wherein you can innovate and that mm-hmm. was something that i always wanted to do i actually was working on a product which was built for the first time mm-hmm. and we could work on innovation there was a innovation team attached to it i loved my time there i okay. i filed a patent uh, on the hardware that we were building and okay. um, then i i moved to a profile which was a all in a marketing role so i the, the product that we were coding we moved to marketing so the reason i am telling you all these things because i very consciously wanted to keep switching my job profiles to understand how things work Hmm. because while i'm not starting something maybe i i can learn the processes right so you're taking making the most out of the opportunity you had at hand right because yeah. if you are thinking of starting something there's only this much of you know passion that you can that will drive you to go to office <laughs> exactly yeah. exactly yeah, yeah. i see you need to it. get something out of it you need to I... curate something to come to you right uh, so and after that i landed a job which was it was one of the best that i i think in terms of exposure which was with the oman government so i was mm. leading their india operations um, okay it was to attract fdi from india into oman and i i spoke to many business houses i understood if one business is supposed to expand in from one place to another mm-hmm. how how they should go about it okay? okay so it gave me perspective about different domains from steel to gold uh, to clothing everything that was my last job i i set up the team i executed there was a big pipeline that i gave to them in terms of you know how it has to be executed further on i didn't want to leave the job the job was very cushiony uh-huh. <laughs> okay but then it was the right time so i i resigned from the job and that is where i i wanted to solve a problem which was in my mind for a mm-hmm. while it was based on a logistics uh, domain Okay. So, I, I while I was working with uh, Savala Free Zone, which was the Oman government organization, I okay. was exposed to warehousing domain, and I understood that it's a very unstructured market, and ninety-eight percent of it is offline through brokers, mm-hmm. and there's a there's a very big commission structure attached there, and with this commission structure, there is one is the time lapse, and second is there is a corruption. There's a part of corruption that comes in. <laughs> so i was building a platform which was going to match a, a domain a company to the warehouse of their choice hmm. and it will eliminate the third party so i could build the first version uh, while i was doing that i was always involved in offline activities and um, it was i did make money offline online was still very nascent i was trying to find a partner And, and when was this? Partner. This was immediately after you quit. You saying? Yes. So the first idea that you built. Okay. Yeah. So and then uh, I I understood that I am not going to find a partner. It was a period of time, mm-hmm. and it was relatively ahead of time because market is extremely unstructured. People were quite reluctant to come online and give mm-hmm. you know give off that percentage 
because many people are involved in taking mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so, so i parked that venture i pulled down the it's, it was called warehouses and more okay uh, um while i was doing this i was struggling with health aspect and i was looking for a solution that i built now uh, which is a complete uh-huh. solution when it comes to food um, yeah i should know what i should be eating and i should be getting it and i should be tracking it and i should prevent any kind of disease from happening to me through food through food because my idea is that uh, i i was diagnosed with pcod and pcod mm-hmm. is a lot to do with nutrition yeah, and i yeah. could treat it with nutrition so if you go out there current companies they are all talking about weight which is a very uh, skewed way of looking at people mm. weight is a symptom uh what is your underlying problem people aren't solving uh when, when people come to us they say i want to go on keto because keto gives them that rapid weight loss mm-hmm. but keto also something to your body that you don't know because you're just looking at a very superficial level right? yes okay. so the idea is to build a nutrition and a wellness platform which is much more personalized which takes in data from you so that we can curate something which will be for long term and it's not just plans this is also food so you also cook also that food, food. Yeah. yes and our tech platform will also be available throughout india wherein we don't serve food but you can still see what is curated for you hmm. because you should know what you should be eating this actually should be taught in elementary schools yeah right? one of the chapters should be nutrition because we shouldn't be going to nutritionists to ask what i should be eating this is such a fundamental thing we should be we should be learning about it in an elementary school right mm-hmm. i i hope they include such things in uh, uh, education system mm. so we are the tech that we've built also has this uh, ripsy labs which talks about uh, your kind of a nutrition it, it gives you information it empowers you mm. So this is, this is the whole journey. I actually told you from my college till. Absolutely, absolutely. That's that's extremely interesting. Uh, I have a few questions, and you know they're all skewed because of everything you've told me. Uh, let's start from college. You know, like back to the start now. Uh, like you and Manipal. Uh, how did Manipal actually help you fuel that fire, that entrepreneurial fire inside you? They're like. actually right. provide you with a platform that you could actually build your skills upon right um, so let's understand the fundamental aspect of what colleges give you okay okay yeah why we say which school did you go to hmm. it's about the crowd that you're interacting with hmm. it's actually about the crowd because curriculum i can take a curriculum of harvard and study it right hmm. it will still not probably make me equivalent to an harvard grad because the kind of people that you interacting with so manipal has a great mix of crowd mm-hmm. coming from different parts of india and world mm-hmm. the whole infrastructure is built in a, a way that i think we had a lot to do there apart from studies which yeah. brings out the personality in you true right it was and it is a students place you have a whole manipal university which has doctors which have people from media right mm-hmm. there are many other colleges which are yeah so just so it's just surrounded by students yeah 
we are surrounded by students we are surrounded by, by young minds it is it's a it's a place wherein you can be bubbling with a lot of ideas because you are talking to many uh, young minds people from different you're interacting with people from hotel management you're interacting mm-hmm. with people from media so you're not only probably thinking about engineering you you are also getting to know about medicine right mm-hmm. so that's one aspect of things manipal has great set of um, um, teachers teachers yeah. were good um, mm-hmm. i think it wasn't only about curriculum the whole curriculum the way it is made a lot of um, extra curriculars were always part of it and i i was very actively part of many clubs and mm-hmm. it just brought out a personality which is very helpful uh, when you take up entrepreneurship I or it drives that or probably it fuels subconsciously those aspects mm-hmm. is when you are you are comparing an event you are you are bringing out a set of personality Absolutely. when you are representing your college so we were all pushed to do many different kinds of activities it was not curriculum driven only and you know because i know that there will be a lot of people like a lot of college students you know who want to after like after college they want to start their own startup right and you know they might not be from manipal or from a college that actually provides them with the kind of uh, opportunities that these colleges do provide so what is like an advice that you have for them that they can implement on so that they can utilize their time to the maximum capacity and become better right. to start that startup that they have in their mind so uh, one thing of course as i said interaction right so mm-hmm. interacting with a peer group whether they are from your college or somewhere else or they are already entrepreneurs mm-hmm. or they are you know people who are kind of similar in a way or different both right okay huh. similar means similar in terms of okay i am looking to do something like this in future you are also looking to do something like this in future let's talk right mm-hmm. this is one thing different in a way that i am from this domain wherein i understand engineering mm. but oh you're from medicine what do you guys do right brings out a different dimension in you yeah yeah so, I, so understanding a lot of things from many different perspectives so people should be interacting a lot uh, while you're in college now social media has made things so much easier for you Absolutely. to reach out. internship please go and do internships in many hmm. startups okay i've seen interns wanting uh, you know too much out of a internship they want stipend also in first year of the college many startups will be in very early stage they can't afford and you know paid intern hmm hmm it is okay to do a unpaid internship maybe till third year fourth year there is a paid internship that's all yeah. right because you have mm-hmm. to start going into uh, you know paid job after that yeah but first three years do unpaid internship do internships in different domains and you know reach out to people work for free do take assignments you'll get mm-hmm. so much of exposure from that right and um, that, that's that's a great way to learn i think so internships and interacting with people and interaction can be online or offline yeah yes yes and should, what what kind of skills should you actually look forward to building like what are the dominant no skills there is no single skill set you will see people doctors building businesses you will okay. see techies building businesses and they'll not mm-hmm. be 
building businesses in their domain right hmm. so it's about problem solving it's about inquisitiveness how are you when you are looking around hmm. how are you looking at things are you picking up a problem are you are you curious enough passionate enough to solve a problem is that your personal like for example I, as i mentioned about the hmm. the solar panel based coffee machine and the bio. yeah yeah it was my personal problem that i wanted to solve nobody is solving that right i mean why not take that up so uh, i i think you should be looking at taking the best out of what you have as a personality hmm okay you can't build very different personality of your own and different kind of a skill set and become a very forced entrepreneur you can't you should bring out if you are an introvert you should take up something which will bring you know utilize those parts of your personality you need not be in front end and talking every time like I, mm-hmm. those kinds of discussions right so yeah, yeah. coming to now since you said skill set i don't think so there is a singular skill set you should understand technology broadly you should understand uh, businesses building businesses broadly that's one skill set you can't learn finance if you are not passionate about it or you have not learned it right mm. you can't learn coding if you are not passionate or not gone right and people who yeah, have yeah, done yeah. coding for years you can't build that skill absolutely yeah. uh, maybe couple of things which are which for me is a skill set is one clarity of thought okay uh clarity in communication and patience build these things this this will help you immensely patience is a very underrated thing patience mm-hmm. in a startup helps you immensely you should be patient enough to build something that you will want to you know grow because somebody built it got funded in one year that's somebody else's story maybe you'll not get funded for next four years hmm. right if you don't have yeah. patience in a year and a half maybe that that product would scale much more than the the previous guy who got funded in a year so those things like clarity and thought will give you a very good product Cla- clarity and communication will actually help you communicate your ideas to the investor communicate hmm. your product to the consumer communicate exactly what you're thinking and what's the vision of the company to your employees and patience yeah. will keep you there so i think these are the skill sets soft skills majorly soft skills. yeah because for nice. the rest of them you can hire people right it's not necessarily True. none of the businesses you require if you have these three skills that i spoke about those guys will do wonders for you the one that you'll hire right so like people who are currently in college who have a dream just like how you had one when you were in college right do you think it's important for them to go through the corporate route first and actually see what a business runs like or you know work for a startup or should they actually just take the leap right out of college and start the startup like do you think that experience is really that valuable or should you go ahead and just you know start or start yeah. working on that idea right so the answer is yes and no uh, hmm. so one is that a lot of people take entrepreneurship because they think it's cool nowadays a lot of guys i've seen mm-hmm. you know, talking about ideas uh, the good part about this generation when i'm saying generation because i'm like 
passed out since 10 years. So this yeah, generation yeah. where you have incubation centers uh, available. In colleges, they have, I think, a lot of exposure when it comes yeah, to startups. Yeah. You, know, this, right? yeah. you should be executing it there. Your prototype should start probably from first to second year when you got something like this. Mm-hmm. That's one aspect of things. You will get grants. In, but most of the colleges will give you a grant, right? And if your product is good enough, go ahead and start it. There is, you shouldn't be waiting for, you know, going to a corporate and learning the process, etc. Hmm. Whereas, if you don't have any concrete thing in place, it's a good idea to learn something in corporate because what I learned actually is benefiting me immensely. The processes, hmm. why those processes made so much of sense. Right? I used to hate a lot of process, but now I'll probably be implementing few of them because this is why this is how they built it, like over a year set of years, right? Yeah. Then uh, it'll give you exposure also. It'll give you money to sustain yourself, right? A lot of lot of the a lot of us will not come from a background wherein we'll have surplus money True. probably sustained for four or five years, right? So you can probably if you don't get funded, how are you planning this? Is through your own, probably your own savings, right? Mm -hmm. Yes and no. If you already have a product in place, possibly you'll get funded much more faster. If you don't, then wait for a while, work in a corporate, get your ideas in place, then leave your job and take a plug. Now that's that's more interesting. Yeah, that's very well put. Yeah, yes and no. So, like that that's talking with students there are a lot of people who are currently in a corporate job okay who just like you had an idea to build that particular startup leave that job and all so what are the first few things that you kept in your mind yes these are a few things that i need to put in place these are a certain set of stuff that i need to have already going on before i can take that leap what are the few things because obviously you're going from some place which is extremely secure to something that's mm. extremely uncertain you know, and you have a lot of right. doubts, family pressures. How do you combat all that? How do you decide whether this decision that you're making is the right decision? Right. Uh, there is no right decision. <laughs> you take a decision and you, you work on it. And then you, you try, try to find out whether it's the right Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you really cannot ever say that's a right decision or wrong decision. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to have a faith on yourself. Um, Wherein faith, uh, actually entrepreneurs believe a lot in themselves, okay? Some people laugh at it, but that's a good thing to have, faith on yourself, because a lot of people will not have faith in you. Optimism, be completely optimistic. Yeah. Yeah. Keep questioning yourself, Mm -hmm. but with that whole question wherein you can handle all level of circumstances, have faith in yourself. Handle. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, what were things that were in place while I uh, left my job? Uh, well, the idea was in place. Okay. Hmm. While you are working, you cannot execute an idea. I've seen people doing a prototype and uh, all those things, but that's something which is not possible. It's kind of half-hearted attempt here and there. I didn't do that because my hmm. job was as it very demanding. Hmm. So I had, an, I had an understanding that the idea is... is good i had spoken to many industry experts 
and i thought it is worth taking a plunge and running it full time okay so yeah. i just had idea in place and savings for me to have my roti kapda makan kind of thing okay so, so savings for like roti kapda makan as well as bootstrapping your business yes is, yes all right because you're not certain whether you'll get funded or not mm-hmm. and, and the idea of is yeah exactly and another aspect of things is like maybe you'll build a profitable business and you'll never require funding mm-hmm. so you should have some capital in place wherein mm-hmm. you know if it go, starts going pretty well you don't require funding people will come to you for you know to give you money because you're building mm-hmm. a profitable business so Absolutely. you should have that kind of you know hold on your business initially mm-hmm. not only depend on somebody's else's capital Mm-hmm. another point is if you don't invest in your business nobody else will because investors always look at how much is the founder invested in the business okay with money as well as time so there are founders who have who are still working in a job and are setting up a company they generally don't get funded mm-hmm. because you, you are somebody who is all in Yeah. If yeah, you don't yeah. have faith, that's why you've not left your job, right? You don't believe that this is going to work out. You have you're trying to have a backup. Yeah. And if you've not invested in your your money, that means you've you've not taken that risk yourself. Hmm. You can walk and, off anytime. And what about doubt about those fears about what ifs? Because that's surely going to pop in your head when you're really about to make that decision. How you overcome that? I believe that is the biggest hurdle because even I had that one. when i was you know planning on leaving the job you know and there was a yeah. extreme amount of uncertainty because i did not have any other offer in my hand especially yeah. with the pandemic so how do you jump yeah. over that what if and build that so startup so you you talk to yourself that's very important uh, mm. so being an entrepreneur is a lonely journey people think it is a it's a negative word it's not mm-hmm. being alone is free right you have a lot of freedom Hmm. Uh, so you talk to yourself and in the end we you have to tell yourself i'll handle it okay yeah. there is no answer no nobody will come and answer that for you okay hmm. and on day on day from one day to another you will become much stronger person and you will always have this you will go to bed and you will be like what if tomorrow this deal does not happen the investor does not get money and it yeah, does not happen. yeah yeah as a startup it does not happen mm-hmm. and then you get up next day and like okay handle hota hai this is a faith that you are building on yourself okay mm. so yeah that that what ifs don't end yeah what ifs will never end okay yeah. you are on a uncomfortable journey the reason entrepreneurs are you know looked at a certain way because you on a daily basis you are doing something difficult hmm. you and you have to do that difficult day, thing on a daily basis right you have to be comfortable doing that difficult thing you have to be comfortable right. being in an uncertain situation okay so when you actually let these questions and doubts they'll keep lingering okay you'll have self doubt uh people will talk to you give self doubt the things that you've never thought about yourself like you were very certain mm-hmm. that you are in a certain way right we all have yeah, yeah. been ourselves 
that will go away consumers will come and give you self doubt on the product okay that will come uh, many things will happen okay personal life might also give you doubt right um, like for example a middle class family will not support you at times saying that ki yeah. uh, it's a very uncertain path that you're taking etc you're going to burn your money right you're going to burn the prime of your life in this mm-hmm. again it's all about how uh, stable you are in your mind and how much you're talking to yourself you're free in your mind you're talking to yourself in your mind you're an entrepreneur you have to be comfortable with all these situations and have a very peaceful sleep and get up and say handle karenge handle ho jayega okay so what, what you what's that conversation in your mind like because so, in you uh, you have a lot of stuff on as you said on a daily basis everything that you just said i bet you have you know come across all of it right so point. initially i'll tell you my transition how it is to go yeah so initially it used to be more like i i used to be much more jittery okay? mm-hmm. reactions used to probably come out relatively more i was mm-hmm. the good thing that i did before uh, starting uh, the company i did vipassana okay? okay it just kind of helped me take a lot of reactions out of my system um and where so did you do this all, like did you take like a full center okay the so bangalore vipassana center vipassana has uh, so vipassana these uh, so these guys have centers all over world hmm, this is a meditation uh, course right yeah this is yeah. a 11 days meditation okay uh, wherein you don't speak you don't and speak meditate almost for 10 to 12 hours yeah yeah and okay so for those 10 to 12 hours you cannot speak no no you don't speak for 11 days altogether <laughs> okay okay interesting so you're alone with That's your thoughts right. yeah, yeah you're alone basically. with your thoughts and you have to make peace with your thoughts because when you're meditating mm-hmm. what happens your mind throws out first good things more of bad things and you're dealing with it because you're not talking to anybody and you have no access to phone you have no mm-hmm. access to any reading material only thing that you're doing is just sitting and meditating and not talking to anybody not making eye contact with anybody not having a physical contact with anybody mm. you're just like alone in this world it was one of the best experiences that i went through mm-hmm. i wouldn't have said that while i was going through vipassana mm, but the yeah. because it's kind of feeling it layers of me, right yeah. Yeah, it, yeah it does uh, it was feeling layers of me it was kind of bringing my me to myself talking me to myself and saying yeah, okay you are the only one who's going to handle this thing because it's in your head and you can't go back to your mom you can't go back to your friend and talk mm-hmm. right so it was more of um dealing with everything yeah. and being making peace with it so while i did that it just took a lot of reactions out of my system i became a relatively more evolved person um so what happened like for example something went wrong i used to talk to myself i used to take a lot of time off uh, you know later in the night and just sit and you know think hmm. go for a walk and just think making hmm. peace with it right and then talking to myself ki yeah handle ho jayega is my word actually yeah handle yeah. ha next oh, yeah, day yeah. ab handle kar lenge because when you've taken a plunge onto it right you have to handle it you can't keep blaming ki tumhare karan this happened 
if I wouldn't have done that, this wouldn't have happened. All these things, it's endless and it's a, it's a useless discussion, right? So Vipassana was the, that thing that actually helped you to it helped me transform. It, it right. did. Meditation helps everybody. And I think you will hear this. Jack Dorsey does a lot of meditation, Twitter's mm-hmm. founder. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he leads a very different kind of a life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should read about him. I so I, I think uh, when you have a lot to deal with, uh, first of all, making peace in your mind is very important because that is where everything is going to go. And if, if you are you are not in control with it, then you're going to, you know, you're going to come up with a lot of irrelevant reactions. True. And this was completely unplanned. You just happened to do Vipassana before you got into uh, taking that plunge into startup. How was yeah, that initial yeah. day? Because obviously, like, you know, you still had to work upon yourself in spite of doing that Vipassana. Do you still meditate on a daily basis? What do you do to... Not daily basis. Uh, it's very sporadic for me. Um, not daily basis. Mm-hmm. But um, so after that, what I went about doing is one, I consciously don't give reactions. I just hmm. train myself like that because okay. I've, I've seen reactions don't actually... Uh, Reactions actually spoil a lot of situations. So I've mm-hmm. seen that. Uh, other thing that I work upon is um, um, I think that's that's all about. I, I keep peace with myself. I mean, even if the the whole world is falling around, I just keep peace. I just keep I I hold myself. I and I go and I sleep for six hours very yeah. peacefully. Uh, that's something very important. Um, uh, that's what I do, and I, I I never felt there's a difference between work and fun or work or play. Okay. Because I never felt okay. I'm working. So a lot mm-hmm, of my friends mm-hmm. used to tell me to take a break from work, and I mm-hmm. could never relate to that sentence because for me, I don't know where the work is starting. Yeah. Work starts when okay. I don't like what I'm doing. So uh, that used to be sometimes possibly we will do that in a startup, but most you will like what you're doing so you're under you're happy and what it is what is it that you're doing is it building a like what in your head what is it that you're chasing what is it that you're doing i'm building a noble solution which is not existing in the market i want Mm. it to impact life of people Mm. i've been talking to people about what is the what is the issue what are they facing Mm. in terms of nutrition and wellness i've Mm. been using certain set of solutions myself Mm. and how I am looking at it is uh, somebody sitting in Bihar will be able to use this app to actually plan their nutrition and mm. understand why they are eating bajra in winter and why they should be eating wheat in summer. And that's what drives you. With information, right? Yeah. Uh, I, impacting life. Impacting Basically. life, solving an issue, empowering people. It's a different high altogether. I mean, money can give you a certain level of high. Money can give you a certain drive. Hmm. In a startup, you'll get money if you if you if you're driven, if you're passionate, you'll get money. After a while, you'll lose the mojo, right? If you're not passionate about the problem Maybe. solving, the innovation aspect of it. So it should only be driven by how many people are actually getting affected by it, right? So, so impact matters a lot to you. 
the kind of impact yes, you bring definitely. onto the table right so on a daily basis if consumers are liking what we are doing it's 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 the best thing nothing can bring more happiness than that well that's actually amazing what you just said i think that's a very good note on which we should uh, end this conversation you know it is it is great having this conversation with you i don't even know how long it went you know it's just i was completely <laughs> lost and into this zone. Yeah, yeah but that was amazing thanks a lot for sharing your story thanks a lot for this entire you know coming on to the show thank you and thank you yeah. for having me and all the best for your podcast thanks a lot thank you Thank you. Bye. Bye.